Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome everybody to another podcast. I know we're at an oddball time and hour uh, right now today, but I hope everybody is having a great Monday morning. And as always, um, hope everybody's safe. Hope everybody's staying warm. And uh, everybody had a good weekend. Uh, That is always good. Hope everybody got energized at church. And we're going to be talking about some of the things we've been doing going over in our Sunday school class is what is faith? We've been talking about this topic for several months. And and I'm going to tell you, there's days when you don't feel like doing anything. There's days when you feel like you have zero faith. There's days when the devil comes in and just wears you out or beats you up or does all all this aggravation you have is... We allow the devil to come in and just and just sometimes ransack our life, and sometimes it gets us down. It makes us weary, and then there's days that we feel like we're on cloud nine. But you know we have to be instant, in season, out of season. We got to be stable. We got to be steady. We got to do it when it feels good. Do it when it don't feel good. Stay faithful and committed. And and sometimes that makes all the difference. And sometimes when you're you're feeling you know down or you're feeling like you ain't saved or you feel like you don't have any faith, but if you'll put on some good music or you'll start studying or doing the things God told you to do and be active in it, you'll see your mood change, you'll see your attitude change, and these things are so important. But I do want to welcome everybody. We do have the live chat button on, 
in case there is anybody on and, and that is uh, listening while we're live, you can always uh, go to impactministries.online. You can go to our Facebook page, Impact Ministries 2016, on our Facebook page. That's us. And uh, join in as, as, as well on that. But today's, on this episode, I think it's episode 82, I believe it's uh, the title of it, Strong Faith. We're going to be talking about strong faith. What are, you have common faith. And so many people may have never studied this, but there's different kinds of faith. There's different levels of faith. You have common faith, which is the faith that you got when you were saved. When you when you prayed through and become born again, you received common faith. That's faith that is every believer has. That's the faith it takes to get saved. Then God also says that there's weak faith. Some people go, what do you mean there's weak faith? There's weak faith. And he even says it in Scripture. Uh, there is... Uh, uh, weak faith, there's no faith, there is uh, strong faith, there is, um, oh gosh, some of the other kind, that we'll have to go through them all, I can't remember them off the top of my head, but the one we're going to talk about today is fasting and prayer, and fasting and prayer is the cure for for unbelief, and if you have a hard time believing in, in an answer to prayer, or if you're praying about something and, and just the answer doesn't seem to be there, and you're starting to doubt it, start fasting. And when it say it's your lunchtime and you're going to... Now, don't fast. I don't eat breakfast. I'm not a breakfast guy. Even though that's the most important meal of the day, I probably should be a breakfast guy. But I've never been a breakfast guy. And so if I said, Lord, I'm going to fast during my breakfast hours, and that's not sacrifice, that's not costing me anything, but if I eat lunch every day, and I say, Lord, I'm going to fast for lunch, um, and then you go to eat a heavy breakfast, knowing you don't do breakfast, just so you don't stay hungry during the lunchtime, you've not sacrificed either. So you got to understand, fasting has to kill the flesh, it has to starve the flesh out, it is a sacrifice. And that's what we're talking about, this kind of stuff. So I want you to uh, just, you know, write. If you've got notes, we're going to be uh, talking. It's, these scriptures are going to be referred to back in, in Matthew 17, 14 through 20. There's Psalms 35 and 13. There's Psalms 69 and 10. Second uh, Samuel 16, 16 through 23. Uh, Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Uh, and some other ones that we're going to go through, but... I don't know how long this particular episode will last. Uh, we'll just go till we get a good stopping point, and then we'll pick up either later tonight uh, or we'll pick up um, uh, tomorrow. But fasting and prayer, the cure for unbelief. The disciples asked the Lord why they could not heal a lunatic boy. And Jesus said, because of your unbelief. Now, if you know the story in Matthew where there was a child that had a lunatic spirit or had a demon in him or was demon possessed and these are the disciples that had seen the lame get up and walk they've seen the crippled raise up they've seen blinded eyes open but they just could not cast the demon spirit out of this boy and this is why they were talking about now he says for lack of unbelief now they did they believed in god and they believed god could answer prayer and they believed god would do things perhaps maybe they were in the unbelief of could they believe God enough that they had the power to cast the demons out? 
All right, now here's what he says. The disciples asked the Lord, why could we not heal a lunatic boy? And Jesus said, because of your unbelief. How be it, this kind, not, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. That's in Matthew 17, 14 to 21 is where the story's at. Faith needs prayer. This is so important. If you have a pen or a paper, you know, write, write this down. Because you'll want to write this down. You'll want to highlight it. You'll want to put it in bold letters. You'll want to remember this. Faith needs prayer for its development and full growth. Faith needs prayer for its development and full growth. And prayer needs fasting for the same reason. Fasting has done wonders when used in combination with prayer and faith. This is a biblical doctrine. So you got to have faith. God says without faith, it's impossible to please Him. So if you have prayer, fasting, and faith, you have faith in your prayer and your fasting, this is the three combination. Why do we say that? Well, you got without faith, it's impossible to please God. And God said if you have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, not of the size of a mustard seed, but as the grain, which is a no-quit attitude. A mustard seed is going to grow no matter what. You put something over it, like a cinder block, it'll hit the cinder block, run down the side of it, and then come up. I've seen seeds bust rocks into because they're going to grow. That's it. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up attitude. <coughs> so that's what he's talking about. The, the I'm not going to quit kind of attitude. Nothing's going to stop me. So he says, if you have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, you can say into this mountain, be thou removed. I'm not going to take no for an answer. Then you mix that with your prayer, because he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask, which is prayer, what you will, and it shall be done. He also says, if you can ask and believe, all things are possible. So we have to ask and we have to believe. And then, but where, where does the problem lie? The problem sometimes of why we don't get our answers is, is doubt. Or because flesh is tired and don't want to pray. Or flesh is sleepy and wants to go to bed. Or flesh doesn't want to hear the truth. Or flesh doesn't want to correct itself. Or flesh doesn't want to admit it's wrong. Or flesh doesn't want to do things God's way. I am preaching to the choir. I've been guilty of every bit of that. I am human. I have shortcomings like everybody else. And I'm not saying this to, to toot my own horn or, or say I'm above anybody because I'm not. I mean, the truth is I've learned what faith is and I've applied faith in God's answered prayer. Do I still struggle with doubt and unbelief? Absolutely, we all do. Because the minute you set your mind to say, I'm going to believe God for this, boom, the devil's there with doubt automatically. And so you have to train your brain to think differently. And I'm going to give you something real quick. I want you to think of something that just seems to be impossible. God spoke this world into existence. Not just the world, but He spoke in the rotation of the earth, the degrees of the axis sets on this earth. He created the atmosphere, the gases that hold oxygen in. He created... The, the law of gravity. He created the grass, the trees, the water, the ocean, how the trees put off oxygen that we breathe. 
He designed your body with miles and miles of blood vessels in it. Your body can actually rebuild itself and heal itself. He has built and designed all this. And everything that He created on this earth, your problems, all the things you think are impossible are contained inside planet earth that He spoke into existence. And we think... He cannot do the impossible. To us, it's impossible. To God, it's just another day. But it says, Faith needs prayer for its development and full growth. And prayer needs fasting for the same reason. Fasting has done wonders when used in combination with prayer and faith. This is a biblical doctrine. To fast means to abstain from food. Alright, we're going to dig into this real quick. Right? To fast means to abstain from food, that which caused the fall of man. Fasting humbles the soul before God. You know, I was getting ready yesterday, and the scripture was in my brain all day long. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, humble themselves. We have to humble ourselves. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. And pray. We have to humble our soul. Alright? So, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves. So here's what he says. Fasting humbles the soul before God. Psalms 35, 13. It chastens the soul. Psalms 69, 10. And it crucifies the appetites and denies them so as to give the entire time to prayer. Our appetites, a lot of times, are out of order. Our appetites are out of line. Our appetites get out of the way. We are in a society where we want it our way. We want our cake and eat it too. We, want, we love the slogan, have it your way. Instant success, a microwave lifestyle. We want it instant. We don't want to wait more than two or three minutes. And I'm going to tell you something. When I was into the TV industry and doing TV productions and commercials, and, and they told us that a person's attention span is seven minutes. Seven minutes. You have to have a wow factor within the first two minutes. To make them stop and listen or make them stop and look. Because we scroll through Facebook. <coughs> we scroll through Instagram. Oh, my throat's getting dry. We scroll through all this social media and we have an attention span that's getting shorter and shorter. So you either have to have a hunger in your heart or you have to have the wow factor to get their attention. Now listen to what it says. It manifests earnestness before God to the exclusion of all else. Shows obedience, gives the digestive system a rest, demonstrates the mastery of man over appetites, 
aids in victory over temptations, helps to obtain power over demons, develops faith, crucifies unbelief, and aids in prayer. That's in Matthew 4, 1 through 11, and Matthew 17, 14 through 21. Now he says, all believers are supposed to fast, but no regulations or set rules are given to as long or how often. That is determined by individual desire and needs. That's in Matthew nine fourteen through fifteen, First Corinthians seven five, Acts thirteen one through five. Men should fast when they're under chastening. Second Samuel sixteen sixteen through twenty three, or when they're under judgment. First Kings twenty one verse twenty seven, or if they're in need. Ezra eight twenty one. Or if they're in danger, Esther 4. Or maybe when they're worried, Daniel 6.18. Or in trouble, Acts 27.9 and Acts 27.33. Or in spiritual conflict, Matthew 4, 1-11. And when desperate in prayer, Acts 9. So many different times, reasons, and places that we are to fast and pray. Now, Matthew 21 Verse 21 through 22 says, Jesus answered and said to them, Verily I say unto you, If you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this which was done to the fig tree, but also if you say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea, it shall be done. Verse 22, And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now he says, The Amplified said, Truly I say to you, if you have faith, a firm, relying trust, and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever you ask for in prayer, having faith and really believing, you will receive. And that's where your faith comes in. Now, these are things, this study is going to go on for a little bit. I'm going to probably pause it right here uh, just for a second, and we will go back. We'll actually pick this up tonight in that same spot and try to dive in a little deeper as to strong faith. Everybody wants faith. Everybody wants strong faith. Now, he says in his word, building up yourselves on the most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. There is things that we have to do when you're praying, when you're when you're filled with the Spirit. And, and, and I'm going to probably step on toes. But there's denominations out there that believe, that don't believe in speaking in tongues or don't believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's between them and God. But but I'm going to tell you what, what it is or, or, or what happens is you short your own self. And you have choices in life. You can struggle and, and be down and depressed and be beat up and be miserable and, and work your way through life. You know, going to church and trying to study and trying to learn and trying to do the best you can and have one battle after the next battle after the... Never, you know, going through, when you get sick, you just go to the doctor, you get your medicine, you say it, you lose work and you stay home until you get to feeling better. And then you're driving down the road and your car's acting up or you don't have good money to get, to get another car. Or there's no doors being open or 
you go to apply for jobs and it just you're waiting and waiting to get in the job because doors aren't opening and no one's giving you opportunity and all these things. And you can go through life that way. You can still get to heaven. But then there's people that seem to always God shines on them. God opens the door for them. They don't do without long. They have a nice vehicle. They have a great job or God seems to smile and bless on them. And yet we don't see why. But he's promised, if you draw nigh to me, I will draw nigh to you. If you get filled with the Holy Spirit, he sends you a comforter. He gives you the power to tread on scorpions and serpents, to tread over it. You know, the Holy Spirit, when you're speaking in tongues, you're, you're speaking directly a heavenly language to the Lord. The devil doesn't know what you're saying. He has no idea what you're praying about. So he cannot set up snares. So directly, your soul is speaking directly to the Lord through the Holy Spirit, communicating. The Holy Spirit sees your heart, sees your situation, and is talking to the Lord about how this needs to be fixed or compared or what, the, what needs to be done or Father, you know, he's doing the praying and the interceding for us. And see, the Holy Spirit cannot live in an unclean temple or a temple full of sin. So you have to live sin free and get sin out of your life and willful sin out of your life. And you keep things under the blood. And there's so many conditions that is for a whole other lesson that we'll get to. But it aids you in the power. I can pray and not have the Holy Spirit, and not have faith, and may have to pray for an answered prayer, or if I have a toothache, I can't get my, my tooth healed. And I was thinking of this just the other day. I was walking through our warehouse, and my ankle was killing me. I mean, it was hurt. every step I took, my right ankle was just killing me. Every step, it was just a sharp pain. And I'm thinking, why do I deal with this? I've never really prayed and rebuked the devil and took authority over that and prayed for healing. My price for healing's already been paid. So I began to pray while I was walking and I claimed my healing, started quoting scriptures, and within five to six steps that pain was gone. That's the kind of power that I'm talking about. When you understand God in faith, you don't have to live in pain. You don't have to live in sorrow. You can have the best jobs. You can have the best vehicles. You can have a blessing abundantly in your life if you just learn the principles of faith. And friends, I want to share with you one of the most important books you can have in your library is God's Plan for Man. It'll open up doors in your life. It'll open up opportunities in your life. It will open up your mind to the scriptures, the true word of God, as what God can and will do and will he will not do. So when the Lord says, learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. When you take time to learn of God and do things his way, you do not have to suffer the repercussions and consequences of doing things your own way. and Therefore, you have less of a burden. You have a, your yoke is easy. Going through life is easy because he gives you blessings. Now, I'm going to share this with you before I leave. All the disciples. Now, here's the difference between, for instance, 
being filled with the Holy Spirit and not. But this is, I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm just using this as a comparison so you'll understand. We've always heard the story of Peter walking on the water. But when we remember that story, we remember Peter sinking. What we don't think of is all the disciples were in the boat. Only one disciple said, Lord, biddest thou me to come unto you. The others were comfortable in that boat because they took safety in that boat. Their salvation was in a boat in the storm because it was afloat on the water. They were scared, but they had safety in the boat. They wasn't about to climb out of that boat. Their security was in a boat, and Jesus was coming to them. Peter said, Lord, I want to be with you. I'm safer with you. And Peter jumps out of the boat and takes off walking on his storm. He put the storm under his feet. The rest of the disciples were wading it out in a boat. And see, the disciples still were his disciples. But only one said, I want to be like you. One out of the twelve said, I want to be like you. They never tell you that when Jesus picked Peter up, he had to walk back to the boat. Now think about that. What a testimony. Which disciple are you? Do your security, is your faith, is your trust in a boat? Or do you want to be like Jesus? Friends, I hope this message has helped you a little bit. We'll get more into detail with it. Uh, when probably hopefully this evening we can break it down just a little bit more, do a little bit more in detail, and and we'll dig into what is strong faith. Because I'm telling you, when you get a hold of this and what it means and start putting it into action, it will change your life. Friends, I've enjoyed it. I hope I get to see you and you tune in sometime this evening, maybe tomorrow. But until then, don't forget... Share a smile with somebody today. It's free of charge. It don't cost you nothing. It'll always make somebody's day just a little bit brighter. Take care and may God richly bless you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.